The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, your house smells. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. My house smells too. I'm not not indicting you. I'm sure you keep a clean home, but just time means you're going to acquire smells, whether those are cooking smells that get in your paint, your carpet, maybe they're animal smells. Maybe you're a smoker or someone else was. Just living creates smells. I didn't realize that my home had a smell to it until I got my first Eden Pure Thunderstorm, the greatest air purifier I've ever ever owned in my life. This thing, I had it plugged in for two hours. I came back in the room and my air smelled so clean. I now own three of them. I'm not making that up. This thing has absolutely changed me on top of what it's done for my allergies. Go get one. Get two. Be like me and get three. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE. That gets you 10 bucks off and free shipping. EdenPureDeals.com. Promo code JESSE. Joining me now, show favorite, former Marine, former Scout Sniper, former Green Beret. Basically, the guy's done everything. Clay Martin, oh, an author of a great book series you need to read. Clay, today's the day we honor the fallen, my man. Is there someone you want to talk about? Yeah, actually, I do. It's, uh, you know, these days get harder as the years go by, but uh, I thought maybe today we would talk about uh, a kind of wild one and uh, not necessarily, you know, what his career was like, what he was like as a man. Uh, so <clears throat> I had this uh, friend that we'll call it. 
that's his first name, but I really shouldn't put his last name out there. Okay. He was an incredible friend of mine. Uh, he was actually my first roommate when I went to the Special Forces course. So we met up there. He'd already done a tour in uh, Afghanistan with the 101st, which means he was one of the first people in there, uh, first into uh, OEF-1. Well, he was, a, he was in a, a pretty incredible cat, ended up having a pretty incredible career. So this poor dude, at that time, the Special Forces course, if you already had a combat tour, Immediately upon graduation, they made you do a year as an instructor. So this poor guy did the entire 18 Delta course, which is you know two and a half years of training. And then because he already had his tour with the 101st, they snatched him up. We're like, okay, you got to go. Uh, you got to go be an instructor now. Well, that didn't sit well with him because uh, he wanted to get back to the war by this point. So while he was an instructor and had his uh, his Green Beret and hadn't actually got to go to group yet, he actually put in a selection packet. And went to Delta Force and passed. <laughs> and, uh, what a like, stud! <laughs> exactly, he's like, you, know, you can't slow me down. And, uh, and and one of the most tragic events I think of our our lifetime, uh, he ended up getting killed on like his second mission over there. Uh, yeah, it was it was rough, but uh, but again, you know, I, I like to think about like the uh, the good times my boys on days like this. And uh, one of the one of the strangest things about Rick. So out in front of the barracks uh, for the uh, Special Forces, whatever, there was a school bus painted flat black with flames on it. And I remember as I was walking in, I was like, what psycho is this their daily ride? And uh, I'll meet with my roommates, and uh, sure enough, that's his ride. And then uh, (laughs) him and uh, one of the other guys really like NASCAR, and they like to go to the races and whatever, but you you got to tailgate the whole thing for that. Well, these two psychos got together and bought a school bus and basically retrofitted it in the parking lot there for Bragg to be the party bus. <laughs> now, did they, have, did they have a spot for a keg in the bus somewhere? Oh, and without there was a kegerator, you mm-hmm. know, the, the, the cooling device. Yeah. Somehow I do. None of that ice bath stuff either. We're talking like electricity. It was, uh, <laughs> was top notch. <laughs> First class outfit. So... Clay, what makes a man like that? I mean, you look, you're, you were his roommate. I wasn't. Yeah. What what makes a guy like that tick? I mean, people hear stories like that, and some people get this mistaken impression that he must just be some bloodthirsty killer or something like What makes a dude like that tick? You know, it's it's really hard to define, even even when you've been around it for uh, for all these years. I don't know, man. He was just, he was just that dude. He, and, uh, you know, not not like some uh, you know super freak marathon run or anything like that. Just a normal dude that he liked to he liked to to, to get his fight on, and he was going to get back to it no matter what it took. Why'd you do it? All of it. I mean, everybody. You have this. You have this huge resume, and it's ten miles long, and people are curious about it. I've had emails about it. Why would he do so much? Because I mean, you didn't just go and just exist. You went and were always apparently. Seeking out the most miserable schools humanly possible. Why? <laughs> Either self-loathing. No, I don't think that's actually it. I, uh, you know, I think for some of us, it actually does come down to the uh, the genes. Uh, some people are just born to to fight. Uh, they they just are, and you end up with this in uh, you know strange places too. It used to be a, a fairly common phenomenon amongst uh, European armies where. Dudes would do all the uh, special operations stuff for them, and then go be mercenaries forever in, in Africa. And I, I honestly think at the end of the day, some of us are just wired that way. And again, it's not that we're bloodthirsty killers; just that 
because that's what we do well. I think I think Rick was wired that way, and I think a lot of the guys I know are wired that way. That's that's why they keep going back. How is it on the families? You've seen this firsthand, I'm sure, with guys that that uh, you've lost the families, what they go through. Because I'll be honest, man, it's unimaginable for me. Like it's one of those moments that has always hit me hard. Is that that moment where a parent, a wife, finds out? Uh, oh God! Just oh me- yeah, it's uh, explain it. It's uh, it's again, it's uh, it's it's something that is is so hard to contemplate if you haven't had to go through it by yourself but i've seen uh, two examples that really i mean really hit me hard uh one was uh, as actually a recon marine this is a friend of mine uh he was in his 19th year on like his eighth and final tour and uh, he got killed in afghanistan hmm. and uh i mean that's like the most tragic thing you can think of like he was almost almost out he was going to retire and uh, the image of his wife crying on his coffin at Arlington is, uh, that's one of the things that will haunt you to the end of your days. And then another one that was exceptionally weird, I think, and it had to be exceptionally hard. When I was teaching the uh, urban combat course to the uh, two group guys, uh, all of a sudden one guy's not at training one day. I'm like, you know, hey, where's, you know, Staff Sergeant Jimmy or whatever? Well, believe a Kiowa pilot and she got shot down and killed the night before in Afghanistan and uh, I don't know how you reconcile that one oh. I mean that's 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 almost unimaginable but that's one of the other weird things about this war we've had quite a few husband and wife teams that you know one deploys the other deploys one deploys the other deploys Clay, how, what do you do this day? Uh, you and yours, what do you do? How do you handle it? You, you you say a prayer, you drink a bottle of whiskey, you do both, you go for a walk in the woods. How do you handle it? <laughs> well, I'm actually not allowed to drink anymore, so that's terrible because of yeah, the, the blood clot and the thinners and stuff. So mm-hmm. normally yeah, I'd have a few. But, uh, yeah, mostly, to me at least, I, I get on the text line with all my uh, buddies from all the uh, all the services and Try to talk about the good times with our boys, not necessarily the tragedy of, of you know, how they died, because I think that's what most of them would want. You know, we're, we're not a bunch of tend to be mopey, sad dudes, and you know that's what they would want. They they sacrifice so you could go on living in some cases, and they would want you to do that. They want you to do the living part. Clay Martin, tell us again about your books, real quick, buddy. Uh, Last Son of the War God and Sword of the Caliphate. Available on Amazon. Appreciate what you do, my man. Thank you for coming on. All right. Thanks a lot, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Be good. Speaking of what he just brought up, I just wanted to bring this up really quickly. You'll see some people, and almost inevitably, it's it's never the guy who was actually over there putting rounds downrange. You'll see people who say, today isn't about barbecue. It's not, it's not about you having a beer. Um, Slow down, Jack. Every guy I ever served with, every single one of them to a man, would want you having a beer in a burger this day. Every single one of them. They would want to know you are by the lake in the sunshine enjoying your family. They would, Yeah, they would want you to pour one out for them, bow your head, say a prayer for them, of course, be thankful. They would want you enjoying this day don't let anybody tell you otherwise. These were all guys, every single one of them, who enjoyed life, enjoyed it to the max, and they would want you enjoying life. 
So however you choose to celebrate this day, once you're done listening, go celebrate it. That's what they'd want. You go do you. That's what they'd want. Your holster is way more important than you think it is. It's just way more important than you think it is. What? Look, and I get that. The holster's not the sexy part of carrying firearms, right? You want to talk about your weapon and your ammunition. You, you want to talk about your safety training. You want to talk about how you did at the range. Oh, look at my groups. I was doing these failure drills today. And all that stuff's really important. I mean, really, really important. I'm not discounting that. But I've known so many people who do all those things. They take all the necessary steps. And then they carry with a holster they bought from a big box hunting store that was made a thousand at a time. Please, don't put your life in one of those holsters. You need to trust Northwest Retention Systems because it's all custom-made gear. It's the only thing I carry around. NWRetention.com. That's NWRetention.com. Use the promo code JESSE. Get you 10% off. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 